Welcome to the Be Well Buzz podcast, your number one weekly source for natural health and wellness. This is your resident nutritionist, Sean Stevenson, and today we're talking about total health and total self-sufficiency. You know, oftentimes when people are coming into my clinic, you know, the standard of treatment, you know, the elementary things about health and fitness are pretty simple, you know, eating good food, getting the right kind of rest, and, of course, exercising the body in a particular way that the person needs. You know, all this stuff is pretty simple, but the things that makes it really hard are actually the life stuff, the things going on in people's lives, the things that have actually, in some ways, have them enslaved and have their life being a constant battle and trying to put the effort into taking care of themselves can actually be a pretty big challenge. That's what we're going to talk about. What do we need to do to really make these things easier? And in fact, they should be easy. And with that, I've got an amazing guest for you today. This is somebody whose voice really needs to be heard. His name is Marcus Rothkrantz, and he's absolutely transforming lives all over the world using simple core laws of nature we inherently all know to be true. He's flown all over the world to speak in front of thousands about true health and success, even meeting with heads of government. He's a living, breathing example of how someone can turn their life around from disease, aging, poverty, to becoming younger and more alive at 50 than they were even in their 20s with unlimited prosperity, health, and power. And again, he is a walking, talking example of what he talks about. His best-selling book, Heal Yourself 101 hit Amazon's top 30 in Europe and sold out within two weeks. His documentary, Free Food and Medicine, showed people how to live off wild local plants no matter where you live. His new book, The Prosperity Secret, blows away all the myths about true success and shows how easy it is for normal people to live their dreams no matter what the economy is doing. And today, he's here to talk about a new way of living that's going to change your life forever. Welcome to the show, Marcus. How are you doing today? Thank you, Sean. It's a pleasure to be here. Awesome. Well, you're somebody I definitely have been looking forward to talking to. And I guess, you know, let's start at the top, you know, with your best-selling book, you know, Heal Yourself 101. It's such an important thing, you know, being able to heal oneself. But my question is, you know, why is it important to be able to have that inner technology, and why are we breaking down prematurely in our society? For me, I don't even call it technology. It's just the basic core truth of nature. It's, it's everybody's kind of. It's because of technology that we've kind of like lost it. We're, we think too much. We get into analyzing, trying to understand stuff. It's when you get your brain out of the way that it just starts happening. Nature's been evolving for, what, 300 million years now? It's figured it out. Whatever doesn't work isn't around anymore. The only stuff that is still in existence in nature is stuff that works. So all we have to do is just get back in touch with nature, look at it, study it, see what works, and not just for health but for how to live a happy, successful life. All the fundamentals of success are in nature also. And um, even Einstein said this. He said, you want the answer to anything, just look to nature. Just get out of the way of your thinking, paranoid mind and just look at what's out there and start living like that. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. So why do you feel that, you know, obviously it's a being 
taken away from that, absolutely, not being connected to nature. But why is it specifically, what are some of the reasons that we're breaking down prematurely as far as, you know, what are the things that people are putting into their bodies that are causing problems? What are things going on in people's lives that are causing problems? Well, anytime you start deviating from the natural design, because we're designed to function a certain way, and if you, the further you deviate from that, the more in trouble you're going to get. It's kind of like, you know, it's human nature to cheat. We always see what we can get away with. We know that, you know, apples and green smoothies and all that stuff is good for us, but we want to see how far we can push any kind of relationship, like before we get caught, <laughs> before we get in trouble. Like, how, like, there's always like, okay, well, I know that, you know, some cheesecake is maybe not that good, but, you know, I might sneak one every now and then, and nobody will know, right? I'll be, I'll be fine the next day. And then, and then you do two, and then you do three, and then you have a piece of uh, cookie, a pizza, whatever it is, and you think, well, that little one thing isn't going to make a difference. So in a way, that's kind of like driving down the freeway at 80 miles an hour, and your, um, you know, your, your steering wheel is one degree off-center. You're going to be on the road for a while, but at some point you're going to run off the road and pay the price unless you get it back on track. So that's kind of what it's like is, is if we deviate and start doing things that aren't natural. In other words, if, is what you're putting in your mouth something, is it in the form that you find it in nature? Like an apple pie is based on an apple, but if you take an apple and plant it in the ground, you get an apple tree. If you plant a baked apple in the ground, what happens? Nothing. You get mold. Right. It's dead. Right. What did you do to it? You killed it. It's still an apple, but it's not in its natural state. So the more you deviate anything from its natural state and then put it in you, you start dying. You slowly start getting off the path of nature, which is basically life. You're moving towards death. And you're going to be recycled because you're not functioning properly anymore. And that's the same with, with um, uh, the natural design of success and the way are you, are you doing what you're here to do. And so it all ties together, your body, your mind, your spirit, your success, your your purpose, it's all programmed to be a certain way. And if you deviate from that, if you start doing what other people tell you, what society tells you, what, what you know, they, they, they're teaching us all the wrong crap. I mean, if they actually taught us what was important, we wouldn't have be having all these problems because we're way off center with what we're supposed right. to be doing and how we're supposed to be doing it. And that's the problem. And most people are, I mean, we're doing things that we're told this is what you're supposed to be doing, and it's usually not anywhere close to the natural design. And right. really, that, that's, brought up that's a, the basis for not being healthy and happy. You brought up something really valuable, and I love the way you said it. You know, we're designed a certain way, and basically, what you're saying is, you know, this innate design. There's certain things that innately our genes expect us to do. Our natural um, chemistry expects us to do when we don't do those things when we deviate from the plan sickness yeah. occurs so we've got that I mean, part think now about it. how many people out there are unhappy with their lives probably most people why because they're not doing what they really want to be doing how many people really want to be sitting in a nine-to-five job sitting in traffic for an hour a day um doing things they really don't want to be doing and i guarantee you those people are not successful they're not they're not um they're not they're going to have health problems and they're never going to be rich. And when I say rich, I don't mean necessarily all with money. I mean having the freedom to do whatever they want to be doing in life and making a difference right. and changing people's lives and making the world a better place. It's not going to happen when you're sitting in a desk working for someone else. 
you know, right. th- that's not a natural plan. Every other living thing on the planet does what it feels is the right thing to do at that moment. And it doesn't matter. It's not worried about life or death. It's willing to put its entire life on the line to do what feels right. How many people are doing that? Hardly anybody. Right. You know, you're absolutely one of the most brilliant people when it comes to understanding nutrition and how it affects the body. And being that we are designed a certain way, what are some of the things that our bodies expect of us as far as what we're putting in our mouth? The body knows what's natural. and it, 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 Now, the thing that will really screw this up is we're, you know, we are the result of what our parents were. I mean, you can't, you can't make uh, something from something that, that doesn't exist. In other words, if your parents are messed up physically and they give birth to you, you're going to have a lot of their problems, their addictions, their, their energy patterns, whatever it is. And then they feed you crap, and then you get used to that, and you think that's normal. But somewhere in the DNA blueprint, way back, it kind of your body still knows what's right and what's not. And um, it takes some deprogramming to get off of the addictions. Sugar is one of the worst. That's why a lot of these raw food is. I mean, you you, you look, look look at all the raw food websites. So like, look, I made cheesecake from from cashews and you know stuff, and it's dessert foods, it's sweet foods. Like, okay, but where's the greens? Where where's the leaves? If you look at a a, a monkey, a gorilla, a chimp in the wild, half of what they eat is greens. It's not just fruits, not just sweet stuff. You know, these fruitarians are going way off from what, even though they're raw foodists, they're still not totally centered. So you got to get back to the way nature designed. Look at a tree. It's not all sweet stuff. It's got a lot of greens on it. You know, uh-huh. nature's showing us you need half greens and half fruit. So you got to get back to the natural design. And, and um, the more we try to cheat and get off, you know, on, on the feel-good side. And this, here's the interesting thing. This is kind of cool. If you really want to clean yourself, the, the healthiest thing you, you could do is eat bitter foods. You start eating a lot of sweet food, you start having problems. It's kind of ironic. It's, it's, it's like a, it's an oxymoron. Bitter stuff makes you better. Actually, one of the best antidepressants is bitter stuff. Like, um, and it, the bitters help your, your digestive system, your liver, everything starts making you healthier. You start eating sweet foods, you start becoming hypoglycemic, you start becoming very angry, and um, you know, uh, your moods go all over the place, and you're not balanced. So nature constantly is going to knock you back into place if you're if you're not paying attention you're not playing by the rules and it's it's always telling us but we just don't want to pay attention to it and we keep overstimulating ourselves to try to be in denial of that so it's kind of a mm-hmm. well marcus what are some of what are some of the bitter foods that we can look to to just start implementing well, you know basic stuff if you go out in nature and just start munching on stuff like you know dandelions and greens and just natural green foods, most of them are pretty bitter. There's not a lot of really sweet things out there. I mean, there's licorice root and things like that. But if you start eating dandelions and, and, and just the basic wild herbs that are growing just in your yard, um, you know, they have a, a, a like kind of a natural bitterness to them. And to somebody who's grew up on junk food and candy and bread and all these grains which turn on sugars in the body, um, it, it's, it's a very bitter taste. But for somebody who grew up naturally, like an animal or something, if you watch them, they just munch on stuff. For them, it's no big deal. It's like, hey, this is normal. Um, mm-hmm. The more I noticed the cleaner I got, the less bitter the bitter foods were. They actually, be, yeah. you, you kind of get used to it. And if you start tasting kind of like, hey, this is kind of cool. I know this is good, and I feel good because of that. Um, mm-hmm. I had a smoothie yesterday with uh, two giant um, bunches of watercress in there. And... Uh, 
you know, I put some pineapple in it to, to sweeten it up a bit. But overall, it was bitter as hell. And I'm like, oh, but <laughs> I felt so good after that. I mean, I was at the gym blowing three times the weight that I normally did. And I say, man, this watercress is powerful. And you just know it is and you feel it. And so there's kind of like you pay a little bit of a price for getting something. You know, it, it all balances out. If you you know if you if you have too much sweet, look what happens. You know you get, you feel good for a minute, and then you have the sugar crash, and then you're miserable for four hours after that. Um, so yeah, you know I, I've noticed this even, as well. Go ahead. No, go ahead. And we're not even here. To, I mean, we've kind of like based the whole society around eating. Everything is about eating. You know, eat, 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 munch, munch, munch. We're consumers. We consume. Just just swallow it, chug it down, kill it, eat it. And and all our social stuff is around eating and stuff in our face with stuff. But, you know, if you look at natural cultures out there, animals and more tribal places, it's not really about food. It's just about living. It's just like they don't really eat that much. They just kind of live and have fun. And eating is just something you do to stay alive and, and be healthy. And, you know, every now and then you have some celebration, but it's not like that's what you do all day, you know. Yeah. You know, I, I myself, of course, just experience being around a lot of people. We tend to have a an inherent fear about eating from our own environment. You know, we'll trust when something's packaged up, it's got this pretty wrapper, and, you know, it says all these great nutrition facts, but we're so disconnected from just eating what nature's presenting us. And I think it's a real powerful message that you're bringing about here. And in your documentary, The Free Food and Medicine, um, pretty sure you're going to give everybody a pretty big time understanding about what what foods to look for so tell me a little bit about the free food and medicine documentary well it's kind of funny because we we have lost so much touch with nature that okay we go to a grocery store we know what a carrot looks like right but if i guarantee you if most people saw a carrot bush growing in the wild, they wouldn't even know what it was. I mean, they you know, they, they know there's like this green fluffy stuff on top of the carrot. But if you but if you really knew what it looks like in nature, it grows up to like three feet tall, and there's these white flowers on top, like umbrella flowers. And most people have no clue that that's actually a, a carrot. So they don't even know what a carrot plant looks like. So um, yeah, and there there's a lot of wild stuff growing out there. There's asparagus, carrot, there's mustard, all kinds of natural stuff that we eat on a daily basis, but we don't know what it looks like in nature. So I created this free food medicine set to, to make people basically reacquaint themselves or just learn from scratch. This is what real food is. You know a dandelion is edible. Did you know grass is edible? Did you know, you know everything out there, most of it, well, let me put it this way. Every, natural, every living thing on the planet has a purpose. Even the poisonous plants, there is no such thing as a weed. That's just a, a, you know the, the weed is just what we call an unwanted plant. But if we just knew what it was worth, what it did, right. it wouldn't be a weed anymore. Now, like purslane, for example, we think it's a weed in Europe. They eat it as a salad. It's great. It's one of the only sources of omega three fatty acids that they have on, on a land plant. Mm. And so I'm reacquainting people with. Did you know that? I bet you most of the stuff growing in your your yard, you could be eating that, and you'd be a lot healthier than you are now. Going to buy something. Instead of going to buy something at a store that was picked two weeks ago, it's already dead. It's already like lost most of its nutritional value, um, and that's what it, what it's about. Is to people go, you know, like, what if the economy collapsed? The grocery stores weren't working anymore, and no no more restaurants. What would you do? 
it's kind of funny. You walk down the street, most of the trees and bushes, they're just, it's like an endless supply of food and medicine, and people have no clue what it does and what, it, you, know, what you can do with it. And that's the way every other living thing on the planet already just automatically knows this. Like a mouse didn't go to school for that. It just knows. Right, so right. I have to get people basically back on track of like, okay, you're way off course. Let's get back on what really matters here and learn the core basic truths. This is what they should be teaching people in school. First year, Absolutely. bam. This, you know. Ah. So in the in the course itself, are we looking at, are you actually taking people out in the field and, yeah. and identifying plants and all that kind of good stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I sh- you know, there's people living this lifestyle, and they're not poor hippies. These are people that have a normal life. They have jobs and everything. Um, and they take you, and you most of, like when Matt and Angela came by, or the, the monarchs, they, uh, I said, let's just walk around one block. I live in the desert. I'm in Las Vegas. Let's, live, let's just walk around the block of this neighborhood. You know, this is suburbia here. And people would think, well, what, what is there edible here, right, in the desert or in suburbia? We've found so much stuff growing just within one block of where I live that you wouldn't even know was living, that it was food and medicine. It, it's, it's amazing. And so there's no excuse. It doesn't matter where you live. There is free food and medicine growing, I guarantee, probably within 100 feet of where you live. There's a pine tree across my street. I made a video on, on pine trees, one of the highest sources of vitamin C. It's 300 more times more vitamin C than, than, than citrus fruit. Um, I have rosemary just growing as a decorative plant on my back wall. That's one of the best things you can have for circulation and brain. Um, you know, so I just basically walked around and just picked some stuff and said, let's make a tea out of this, you know, or throw it in your salad, put it in your blender. I put all kinds of stuff in my blender. I mean, it's amazing. I, I, I liquefy anything. Um, wow. So in the, in the documentary no also, hmm? are you actually showing people some of the things that we can do with the wild foods yeah. that we get? Yeah, yeah, I put some of the stuff on YouTube too. Like I actually walk out my front yard of my bathroom and I just pick a bunch of weeds and put it in my blender. Um, with some coconut water, you know, some dates to sweeten it up and stuff. And, and I just make, that's my breakfast. I put it in a glass jar and take it with me if I have to go somewhere. And, and um, it's it's amazing. I mean, forget going to the grocery store and paying 300 bucks each time. You know, that's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and again, everybody who's, who's who's hearing this, it might sound a little bit strange, you know, but again, it's just our programming, you know, the the big takeaway is that, you know, Marcus is a living, breathing example of this. You know, uh, when people find out his age, his particular age, so-called, and, and see the vitality and the youth that he's expressing, this stuff is no joke, you know, and getting reconnected and getting those foods right from Mother Nature are very powerful. And it's just something right now, of course, you could just start to add in. And, you know, if you're using Kimlon on your, on your yard, then obviously you want to n- not do that, but, you know, Right now, most people's lawns have some viable things that you can just start tossing in the salads, tossing in your smoothie, and you're going to get far more nutrition than stuff you're buying on the shelf that's been sitting there for a while. And that's really, yeah. I appreciate Marcus' work to, to really put this stuff together. Now, Marcus, you mentioned something earlier. It was a great analogy about you know, planting an apple in the ground versus planting a baked apple in the ground. Is, yeah. As far as food, you know, how... What form should we be consuming our food in that's going to give us the most bang for the buck? And obviously we got a pretty good glimpse of that with what you said earlier. Well, I mean, it's pretty obvious. I mean, look, we're the only animal or life form on the planet to take something. And see, nature's already perfected everything. Three million years of evolution, whatever it is, it's already perfected it. Why do we think in our 
with our brain that, oh, gee, we need to do something else to it. We need to microwave it, cook it, boil it, slice it, blah, 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 you know, to make, to, before we can eat it. You know, look at all the other animals on the planet. They go up to a bush and they just start munching, you know. Uh, what do we do? We take it, we boil it, we cook it, we, we heat it. Basically, it's heat. We apply heat to our food. And, and we're the only species on the planet that gets massive amounts of cancer, diabetes, heart disease, leukemia, blah, 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 blah. Um, and the only animals that get those things are the ones that are fed by man or eat garbage left over by man. And so, the, so what's the common denominator here? We process our food. We cook it. We kill it. Um, raw living food is the answer. That is, it's getting back to eating things the way you find it in nature. And um, it's that simple. That's what I base my book on. It's like, it's like I, I'm amazed I even have to dis- explain this to people. <laughs> it's, yeah, you know, yeah. it's so simple. Ah. Yeah, that's the, that's the challenging part is, that, is the simplicity. And that's why I wanted you to you know, just kind of express your, your experience and your understanding about this stuff before getting into, you know, what we really, really want to dive into today, which is, you yeah, know, total yeah, yeah. self-sufficiency. And yeah, you have exactly. an amazing well, book, that, that, that's, that's the first step. I mean, what, what is it that we're really afraid of, ultimately? I mean, a core thing is like, okay, well, that we're going to lose everything, that, you know, that our house could be taken away. Or, um, but it, bases, it all boils down to starvation. We're afraid we're going to die. And what's the, probably the main reason we could die is that, well, we don't have any food, right? Well, once you realize that, that uh, the, you know, the weeds, dandelions, the grass, everything, that's all edible, then you don't, you're, not, you have, you're not afraid anymore. Now you say, well, now I have a core from which I can work. I have a base. I know I will never die. I know I'll always be. Nature gives you more than you ever need. Um, you just have to know how to use it like you can't just munch on grass because you're not going to get much out of it because the cells have to be broken in order to get the, the nutrients out of them um that's why blenders come in. i mean then we look at a cow or horse they stand there and they munch all day you know and that, that's why they get it but we're in a fast-paced society we we, we want to get things done now we want to you know so that's why we have blenders and juicers and things like that to get the nutrition out but there's always a way to do it and even if we had no electricity, I show people how you can do it. Um, it's not that complicated. And, I mean, have just, just, just plucking berries off a bush. I mean, there, there, there's flowers growing in my front yard, decorative flowers, and they're edible. I make a salad of them. They taste sweet. They're great. I mean, um, there's, there, you, know, you know what's kind of funny? Most, there's a lot of roots out there, dandelion root, even crabgrass, the roots. It, it's a coffee substitute. If you grind it up and, and roast it, it's a coffee substitute. No, I don't drink coffee, but I'm just saying there are so many ways to have a natural version of something that uh, it just grows for free right there in your yard or in your neighborhood that there's no excuse like you know and it's good to eat stuff that's local like in the desert it's hot so the plants that grow here have special properties for people that live in the desert like i have a cactus growing in my front yard it's a prickly pear i just cut off a, 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 a i call it a mouse ear uh, i put in my blender spikes and everything and and i just vitamix it into a liquid and drink it and and uh, oh my god i'm on fire i'm like wow i've got energy for the next six hours um Mm-hmm. It, nature gives you more than you ever need for anything. Right. And part of the reason why that is, why it can give you such a charge, is that that food has not been domesticated. It hasn't been tampered with. Nature's just presenting it to you rather than, you know, the the standard agriculture and how we go and, you know, yeah. alter these different foods and all the stuff that we consider to be healthy, which are still okay. You know, we want to get greens, you know, spinach and all that stuff is fantastic, but 
the stuff that nature has, it hasn't been altered and has this yeah. really true genetic behind it. And if you, um, start you know, recognizing, market, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. If you start recognizing the stuff that just if you just let the wild stuff grow, like you mentioned lettuce and spinach, there's something growing. There's this like here, even here in the desert, I'm getting stuff growing. Um, that like there's certain types of plants that actually are replacements. They're more nutritious, like pigweed, which is amaranth, and then there's other ones too, which are more nutritious than spinach. And it's a type of lettuce. You just you just make a salad out of it, and it's the more you pick it right from nature and put it in your mouth. Because every second that you, if you chop a plant, it's like if you you can watch this. Go to a farm, pick a head of lettuce, and just put it on the table for an hour and watch what happens. It starts wilting like before your eyes. Within the first hour, half the vitamins are gone. So the stuff that you buy at the store, it's, it's pretty much dead. There's it's very little value left in it. But if you eat it right there from nature, like literally within five minutes of picking it, um, there is like a hundred times more power and energy in life. And um, so I just, I'm just trying to reacquaint with people. Like, did you know that a lot of those weeds, it's actually a type of lettuce. It's actually something that it's not some nasty thing that you're like, ugh. You know, it's good for you, and it doesn't taste bad either. Right, and you know, I have to say that you know, just even seeing some of the videos and whatnot, you're not somebody who's just like here, just eat this. You know, you've got a lot of transitional stuff, bringing you know different yeah, flavors yeah, yeah, to yeah. the table using you know olive oil and things like that to, yeah. to make things more appetizing. You know, you've been really successful at teaching this information to a lot of people all over the world, and you know, this has helped you to be around very successful people and be around very self-sufficient people. And that's the, the thrust or one of the foundational pieces of your book, The Prosperity Secret. So right. what, what's The Prosperity Secret all about? I know we've talked about one of the foundational parts, but can you give us well, some more the in-depth understanding thing is, about it? The basic thing is that I self-empower people to not depend anymore on anybody, anything. Not the government, not the banks, not the, the grocery store, the, 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 you know, an employer, um, their, their mate. The whole thing is whatever that voice is that you have inside you, that's, that's, that's your boss. Is whatever it is that you're yearning, you're calling, that music inside you. The reason you're here, true prosperity has nothing to do with money. It has to do with are you free to do anything you want at any time? And most people aren't. They say, well, I have a mortgage to pay. I have responsibilities. I have kids. I have to go to school, blah, blah, blah. I, you know, I go to Canada, and I say, you know, people are all, you guys are complaining about being in the cold, and it's wet and gray, and, you know, why aren't, you know, and you say you dream about going to, you know, some tropical island. Why aren't you down there? And they go, well, I got mortgages and bills. I go, well, you know, they have those down there, too. They have kids. They have schools. They have houses. They have you know, and did you know it's three times cheaper to live in Fiji and Bali and places like that than, than in, like, Toronto, Canada, where it's a million dollars a house, which is just a square red brick block? And, you know, it, it, it's funny how people have this really weird conception of what normal is and why they aren't. They're trying to convince themselves as to why they're not living their fantasy, why they're not doing what they really want to be doing. And it has everything to do with the natural plan. It's like if you just followed nature it will show you how to survive and how to thrive and how to be. I mean, it's, 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 the answer is in everything. And that's what the, the, the Eastern uh, the philosophies, the Zens, the Buddhists, and the Hindus, they, they all say the same thing. It's like, just stop. Just stop. Shut all the world off, all that distraction and the TV and what people are telling you, and just be quiet. 
and just watch and listen, and the answer will come to you. I worked in Hollywood for 20 years. I had, I mean, I worked with the big guys, Spielberg and Schwarzenegger and all these guys. I made, I made a lot of money, but I wasn't happy, and I was dying. So I gave it all up, went to the desert, took my clothes off, and literally had my 40 days in the desert, naked with nothing. I had no identity. I didn't care if I died. I said, I want the truth. And that's when everything came to me. And when I came back, I started doing anything I wanted, and things that I was trying to go after because this is something you realize. If you go after something, you're going to push it away. But if you don't need it anymore, once you realize you've got everything you need for happiness, which is inside you, it starts, all that stuff starts getting handed to you on a silver plate. And this is the way, the real prosperity secret is learning to live uh, following that inner voice. And I explain to people how simple it is. Just like as simple it is is to, to eat off of nature, um, it's, it's basically getting rid of stuff getting rid of the things that are burdening you, the things that you don't want to be doing, the people that are bringing you down, the, the crap in your life, and, and being able to walk away from that, which makes room in your life for the real stuff. And it's really simple, and it's, it's so freeing to be able to just say, I don't care anymore. I'm out of here. It's so simple and freeing to do that. And to just, right. and a lot of people have to get to the point where they have cancer or their house is being, you know, the, the economy right. falling is yeah. the best thing that could ever happen. You're having that stuff taken away from you that is holding you down. Most people are, are killing themselves, working on a job, paying for a house that isn't really their dream house. They're driving a car that isn't really their dream car. They're in a relationship that, okay, they kind of compromised a bit. You know, why aren't you doing what you really want to be doing? You know, and that's what I address in the book is like, you know, stop being so scared and start really living. And, um, and once you realize how simple it is, it, it, you'll be like slapping your forehead and going, why didn't I know this 20 years ago? You know, so I'm trying to right, get people right. on track as fast as possible because healing yourself is ultimately what heals the world. When you start becoming an example to others of how uh, life can really be, then they start looking at you and going, I want to be like that. And now you have power, and um, it's that simple. I mean, I, I don't know. It's not even. I try to. I, I don't even know how to say it in a way that's even more complicated than than that. Wow, you know, I I see this so much, and I know you have as well. You know, people will talk about and they'll promote how they are trusting with nature and with you know God or whatever it is that they refer to this higher power as they say they trust that and they're you know devoting their time and prayer and whatnot but when it really boils down to it they're not really doing that they're not really trusting no. that they will be all right they will thrive you know and that's one of the things that you're I, you're really bringing people like a face-to-face -face mirror check on you know are you really living what you talk about yeah yeah, I mean, I the basic the, the the bottom line is to really be be free. You have to be at every any given moment of your life be willing to lose everything you have, including your life. Are you willing to lose your house, relationship, your job, the person you're with, the, the, the including your 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 life? Are you willing to to just let it go? And you have to be at that every second of your life and go, you know, because. If you really understand what the way the great design is, nature, life, God, whatever, it's that you will always be taken care of. You'll always be fine. And it has nothing to do with how many material things you have, how big your house is, how fast your car is, how beautiful your mate is. It has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the, the peace that you have inside you. 
And when you find that peace, where no matter what happens to you, I don't care if they nail me to a cross, I'm at peace. Once you get to that point, then you are king of the world. You're in charge, and people will flock to you by the millions, and, and you will always be taken care of. You'll always be taken care of no matter what. And it's not about being famous. It's not about anything like that. But your job is to be a living example to others of how life should be, could be, and can be. And when you start living that truth, when you start saying what you really feel and doing what you really want, then people respect you. And once you have respect, you're there. I mean, um, right, you'll right. always, always be, uh, you know, a, a red carpet will be given, laid out forever you go. Yeah, you know, it's it's one of those big-time foundational things, you know, and it's not about not having things. It's about that attachment, you know. You actually exactly. get rid of that. You don't have the fear anymore, yeah. you know, yeah. and that's a wonderful place to be. You can have all the abundance in the world, but you're just – you're 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 giving and receiving. You're just you tuned into that cycle of nature, and we look, put a block look, on that. Look at that. it this way: what, we, you know, we hang on to things. We hang on to a relationship. We hang on to material things because we we don't want to lose it. It's really cool. Well, that's almost like having a um, a beautiful dessert. Okay, like name you know a parfait, whatever it is, something that's really beautiful, and it sits there, and you don't want to lose it. You just want to have it sit there. Well, it's going to get moldy if you don't eat it. The natural design, again, look at nature, is to eat it, to consume it, so it's like not there on the table anymore. It's in you. Now you're being digest. It, it becomes part of you in your life. You've, you're digesting it, and then like the next day you poop it out, and, it, it, and it's gone. Well, that's what these things that are given to you in life, your beautiful relationships, your material things, whatever it is, they're not meant to just sit there. They're meant to be used, to digest it, to live, to let it go through you. And then it's not there anymore. And then you get another one. You get the next thing. You get the next meal, the next good thing, the next beautiful. I mean, the more you hang on to a relationship of any kind, the more you're going to kill it. The more you're going to, it's, you're going to just die. You know, life is movement. It's to move, keep right. moving, just go, you know. And if, 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 it's, if the other, let's say a person in your life, um, they're supposed to be moving too. And if you're kind of in the same, you know, maybe they'll come back or maybe they'll change and grow with you. But whatever it is, appreciate the moment and just let it go and see where it takes you. It's exciting. It's, it's like a video game. Of, of, it's like the most beautiful romantic movie. And... Um, just sit back and watch it with wonder. Don't hang on to it because that's what's killing it. Well, Marcus, I so appreciate your your passion and I appreciate your 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 genius. You know, and like you said, you know, it's kind of hard talking about this stuff because it's so simple. But you yeah. know, that simplicity is what makes it so profound and so valuable once people use it. And you know, I really appreciate it. again. Thank you so much. Thank you for your passion, your spirit. And please just let everybody know where can they go and, and get their hands on some more of Marcus's great information and great work. Well, generally go to MarcusNews.com, M-A-R-K-U-S, News.com, and it's got all kinds of videos and newsletters and free stuff and recipes and tips and advice and stuff like that. The core book is at HealYourself101.com. Um, which starts okay. you on that, you know, if you want to start with the physical thing. But um, that's generally where I send people. Excellent. We'll put a link up, too, right below the podcast so people can jump right over there and, and get their hands on, um, any, you know, either your documentary or your book or both and start yeah. to utilize this information and utilize all the abundance that's right in front of us. So, Marcus, 
thank you again so much for, for joining us today. And I hope to have you back on again and share some more of your brilliant insights, if that's good. Oh, I'd love to. Awesome, love, man. Yeah, well, I appreciate you. Uh, it's hard to rattle all this off in 30 minutes. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I, I live for this. This is what I'm here for. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. So this is Sean Stevenson signing off from Be Well Buzz, and we'll talk with you soon. Thank you for listening. Go to www.bewellbuzz.com for more natural health information and subscribe to our free weekly newsletter. Don't forget to share this podcast with your family and friends. Stay tuned for more from Be Well Buzz.